everybody doing? Welcome to another episode of Gaming Gone Weird, the gaming podcast where we talk about everything in all gaming news with a little bit of t- twist of weird games. I am your host today, Nick Tano. Hopefully everybody's doing great on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon. Mm. Football's mm. back. Mm. Ball seems like it's trickling in. Mm. A lot Very of games excited. to be played, a lot of games to be talked about, and we are honored and blessed for the king to return to the podcast in his throne. Missed last week for a very great vacation, I heard, that I can't wait to hear him talk about. Mm-hmm. But he's back today, man. My six foot eight friend. He put his AirPods on charge today. They're in the back. <laughs> Peter, you guys call him Ghost Stories. What's I call up? him my best friend. How you doing today, man? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm as tan as I've ever been, which isn't saying much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel refreshed and reset and ready to get back. Uh, you know, uh, shins deep into, I was trying to think of other words, shins Shins. deep into, uh, into, uh, I don't understand. Like, what do you mean by shins? Like, I don't want to, like, are you sinking? Uh, you know, just, you know, if you're standing in shallow water, shins deep, shins deep. Okay. I, I'm I'm trying to get where you're getting at, but I'm just, I'm, you're just been too much on a boat, man. It's too, I'm set. What do you, what do you call it? You're like sun kissed. You're like, you're not really focused. Oh yeah, dude! You just you know came straight back from a vacation. I yeah, don't expect yeah. you to be locked in at all. Like, <laughs> like I, I seriously don't. Like, we're gonna get through this whole hour, and Peach is gonna be like, "Yep, I agree." Yeah, <laughs> expect very Ooh. little, very little words from our friends. So, where'd you even go? Out of curiosity, tell the people I where you see, uh, Yeah, I flew back to the West Coast and went to Lake Roosevelt, Washington, uh, which is just a giant lake, and then uh, also went to Wenatchee, Washington. Um, which is this cool little valley along a giant river. And then just saw some friends, saw my mom, uh, did not take my work computer, answered zero emails for two weeks, only responded to a handful of customers who reached out direct. But other than that, did not do any work at all and just unplugged completely. I put out one TikTok and then just didn't do any content either. Just... No switch. You know, you didn't bring the switch. Aboard I brought the either? switch. I brought the switch. Okay. Grinding oh. through Octopath Traveler, but it's a grind. So. Hey, I like, dude, I like it. It's a That's grind. what vacation is, man. You don't want to no. worry about work. You just got your switch on board. You got your family, mm-hmm. all that. That's what it's all about, man. I'm uh, glad that you got a lot of it, a lot of that done. So that's good. That's good. It was good. Um, yeah. Um, about I've, you? Been gr- I've been grinding a lot of Starfield. You guys already know Starfield has been uh, the game, the game everybody's talking about. Everybody has their... They're good things to say about it, or a lot of people have their very bad things to say about it. Uh, but we are going to get into that a little bit later. I have been playing that, but the thing that has been like really stinking, man, is just like it's fall, and I love my football. Me and Pete, guys, if you guys don't know, we love gaming, but we also truly and like very are passionate about football. Uh, so we love gaming, we love football. Uh, so we got gaming. That like gaming has been really good as it is. Plus, all the games that are be coming out this month in October is gonna be jam packed. We're gonna talk about that a little bit later. Game Pass has absolutely been doing its thing, so we got that, and we got Starfield. So I've been juggling like three, four games. There was a day where I hopped on Madden. I did my daily objectives to make sure that I get, you know, my XP, get my mm. Jalen Ramsey experience. Cause you know, we're trying to get Jalen Ramsey to be 90 overall to compete against these other teams. Right. So I've been grinding the Madden a little bit of that. So, but then I want to play Starfield. Me and the wife will sit down, have a Starfield session, have a good time. 
But then there's times where it's like, I really just want to play Sea of Stars. So I Avenge is juggling game after game after game. And then Ace hit me up the other day, and Ace was like, uh, you want to play some Pokemon Unite? And I'm like, dude, I just been, I've been playing everything, man. Like, I just can't, I just can't get myself to take one game right now and just strictly play it. Like I've been really trying so hard just to focus on Starfield though. Like Starfield is just, it's a game changer. It's a game changer, good or bad. Like no matter, no matter how you want to think about it, like this has been game changing for the gaming industry. So, and we, Definitely jump into that. I was about to ask you a bunch of questions, but we're not quite there yet. Um, right. So I we'll do have questions for you about mm-hmm. Starfield. Um, right. We'll definitely touch on it later for, but sure, dude, for sure. I feel the same way. I feel like gaming is in a really good spot right now. At least I'm like thoroughly busy with I've been options. So happy. Good I've options. Been, I've just I'm been still, so happy. Like, I'm that's still the bald. Best thing. Thing. I like that's going to take me forever to get through, uh, which I'm fine with because I'm having fun and. Uh, mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, well, after I finish that, then what? Then you have to go to a, you know, go to Starfield, which is going to take another hundred hours to get through. So, mm-hmm. well, then you got Assassin's Creed, and then it's Christmas, <laughs> and then I have Assassin's Creed Jade, which I'm gonna, I gotta take home. <laughs> then my kid's graduating. Yeah, like, that game's gonna take a million days to play. My first son is born. And I'm like, <laughs> right? The t- where's I've only the done two gone? games. God. Yeah. <laughs> And then another Assassin's Creed will be out by then. So I'm all right. They're just going to keep pushing them out. You're like Assassin's Creed Japan. You're like, oh, (laughs) oh, no, it's here. It's here. Uh, I do want to say thank you guys all for being here. If you guys are new or you guys are watching this live or after the fact, uh, if you guys want to help support the podcast in any way, shape or form, the best way to do so, make sure you guys subscribe to make sure you guys never miss a gaming gone weird we go live every wednesday at 8 p.m eastern time we talk about all gaming news uh subscribing to know your news also gives you access to the other podcasts on here where we have a sports podcast that i really enjoy and uh, we also have the know your news which is like the weird news of the week uh so make sure you guys do that like comment all that stuff make sure you guys get involved and uh we appreciate everybody here but uh pete you ready to uh kick off everything i am and, uh first question of the day uh did your fantasy team win or lose uh i'm in four fantasy leagues this year okay and i won all four games this week that's some lucky business bro you went on vacation and you won every single fantasy and game the too. last game that i won this week was because of the punt return by the jets on monday oh, night my God. i needed what? six I need. Uh, I needed. Uh, I was down by four, so I needed five points. They returned it, so I got six points. No one. You know what we're doing next week? We're gonna do a so, fantasy draft with uh, video game characters. Me against you. Down. 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 Okay. 100%. Don't make me forget. Positional, or just like they have to fill positions. Yeah. Well, you'll get your basic ones like quarterback, running back. Okay. okay draft okay. three receivers. You know. And then a defense. All right. Down. down. Like a defense would be like a video game series. I guess. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, or just 11 copies of that character. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the most athletic, strongest person ever? To, to I think if I had 11, 11 Kratos on defense, I mean, I feel like you guys are Oh, scoring. you'd win. You'd win every game. Yeah, 17-0. Okay. 17-0. Yeah. Um, the That's a great are, one. The games that are coming out this week, guys, we do have a lot of them. Uh, the first thing I have on my list is uh, Etern- I think it's Eternites. 
Uh, it comes out for the PS5, PS4, and PC. That comes that came out September 12th. Nor Play With Your Food came out September 12th. Uh, Super Bomberman, a game that, like, I feel like it has a bunch of different spinoffs and a bunch of different weirdness that goes on with that game. That comes out for the PS5, Xbox, and all the other current-gen systems. That comes out September 12th. Gunbrella is a game that I was super, super excited for uh, by the publisher, Devolver Digital. You guys know I'm, like, a big fan of them. So, Gunbrella, that came out today. Uh, also, happy Scarlet and Violet DLC day because the Teal Mask came out today. Uh, so, I'm going to have to ask Coco how that went. Add in. Infinium, I think that's how you say it, uh, came out September 14th, is coming out September 14th, uh, at AK Axolotl, a game about an Axolotl with an AK, that comes out <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> on September 14th. Can we the can we just talk about the cover art for Ad Infinium? I feel like that it's goes pretty really hard. It's really creepy. Like, I wish I could show you guys right uh, now, I don't have a save, but it is a uh, skeleton with a uh, soldier helmet on. I think it's kind of tough. I, I, I Honestly, tough. I think it's pretty tough. But it looks like also, a metal album. Yeah, like or like I I'm, I think of like an old like army game, like an old war mm, game. Like yeah, if I yeah. never, I wish I could read the the description on it. It doesn't really say. Uh, Deceit Two comes out for PC and it's coming out September fourteenth. Dune Spice Wars comes out September fourteenth. Monster Hunter Now, the mobile game for Monster Hunter, is coming out tomorrow uh, on September fourteenth. A game. That I am super, very, really crazy excited for to play. Uh, it's coming out on Game Pass tomorrow. Is Solar Ash? This game came out for the PC and PS5. Um, I really love the graphics of the game, and I love the game way it looks. Uh, so I'm excited to play that. It is coming out on Game Pass, so I will not have to purchase it. Uh, that comes out tomorrow. Thunder Ray is a boxing game that comes out September 14th, and the Crew Motor Fest comes out September 14th as well. Like a lot of games. Is anything on that list like really spark your interest a little bit? Deceit two, deceit two, deceit two. He, he did say deceit two, so we're sitting here going over notes. He did say deceit two in my ear, and I don't know why, but okay. I was like, okay, cool. Deceit two. Uh, deceit two is a. Uh, it's like a multiplayer survivor survival game. It's mm-hmm. like, it's either like a like a one v four something like that, or maybe. To be like every time you add more survivors, it adds more bad guys. But you can basically uh, shape shift into from a monster to a survivor. So it's okay. like think of think Among Us, but at certain times you like have to morph into a monster and you have like a short window to try to take people out, and then you have to right. morph back into a human. But it's all proximity chat. It's one of those types of uh, okay, so those types of titles. So you're like people are lying to each other. It's it's actually a really fun party game. Interesting. Okay. Did that what what makes you think they had to make a second one though? It's a party game. Um it actually like the first one came out a while ago and I seem to recall it being pretty popular if you're if you're like into those types of genres like the Dead by Daylight style, um right. that type of thing. But there's a lot of uh there's a lot of mechanics to it. Like there's there's like blood bags that you as a monster you have to steal like as a person when nobody's looking because that's the only way to keep your health up so that's like constantly running down i thought the maps were pretty pretty cool um i don't know it's just it's just kind of well made i think and and probably warranted a uh, a sequel if you're excited for it man i'm excited for it that's a fun party game fun party game Mm -hmm. can't have enough of those 
Uh, for quick news, what I have on my list for you guys I do want to talk about, the state of play is announced for tomorrow, and it's going to be focusing on indies and third-party releases. So if you guys are PlayStation fans, you definitely want to check into that tomorrow. But if you guys also can't get enough of that state of the play, there is going to be a Nintendo Direct as well, slated for tomorrow at 7 a.m. Pacific time, uh, which is kind of crazy because they just had a Nintendo Direct not too long ago. I think it was last week to talk about everything. Not that, that long ago. Yeah, they talked about the Super Mario Bros. Wonder. So um, they're just kind of coming at it with these directs. The thing that I liked about these little directs to say to the plays for me is I like that they came out not a lot. And you know when they come out, they're going to show something new, something fresh or something different. Uh, Like, I don't really know why they're going with the back-to-back thing. I know, obviously, the other direct is like like just focused on one game. So hopefully this one will talk about a lot of stuff, Mm -hmm. but we'll see. Um, I know they did just come out with a DLC for Pokemon, but they probably won't bring up anything about that. Um, I can't really think of anything, so we'll have to wait and see. Um, Peter's going to go ahead and kick us off with the first topic of the show. Pete, go ahead and uh, run us through it. This is an important one, you know? Uh, yeah, this is something that I just learned about recently, too, uh, which is which could have potential for future you know, implications on the cost of games, specifically. Uh, how developers, indie devs are charged. Um, I assume it typically it starts with indie devs, but um, how those uh, studios get charged uh, mm-hmm. for their games to be hosted. But the um, Unity Engine, which is uh, something that you develop games on, um, has announced something that they've titled, or maybe the community's titled, a runtime fee, uh, which essentially will charge a game developer each time a game using the engine is downloaded uh now there are some like minimums that they have to hit so so far what's being reported is that when the sales of that game reach a threshold of two hundred thousand dollars in revenue over a 12-month period um and two hundred thousand total installs um and so once you hit that level uh, what's being reported currently is uh, that the developers will then be charged up to 20 cents per install. So if your game does well on the Unity engine being hosted by this, uh, you can, you're actually going to start seeing bills in the mail, um, which is almost, almost sounds like a utility fee. Yeah. <laughs> which is like kind of crazy. The thing that I don't like about it is how they could just randomly just like put into effect, like we're going to put a tax on you if yep. you just randomly like hit a certain threshold for how good your games do, because right. it's not affecting everybody. That's the problem. Like right. it's not, the thing is about it with me is that I noticed is that you have to reach the threshold to actually get hit with the fee. So it's not trying to discourage people of making games, but it's also discouraging people that like, okay, if you're a very, let's say like a smaller end developer and you make a like game, a and team of two, yeah, and it's like yeah. that might that number might be a very like reachable number, but that might be your high number. So it's like two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand. That's your ceiling, and it's like okay, now I reached three hundred thousand downloads. So now you're expecting me. I'm devoted my whole time into this and scraped by just to get this game out, and now you're telling me every time someone installs it, I have to pay you money for it. Like it, it just does nothing but it, it messes up the game industry in general for people like 
I'll throw in my pin right here. Cult of the Lamb. Uh, smaller pub, smaller developer, smaller team. I mean, very successful game. Very, very successful. A lot of people are downloading that, but now you're getting, I wouldn't say punished, but you're also getting like you, you're owing people money for your game's success. It just seems very random and very, it's just not ethical to me at all. I didn't, I don't like the decision. So for, so for example, so let's say you hit 300,000 downloads. Let's say it's the max that's being reported 20 cents. So if you have 300,000 downloads, you're getting charged $20,000. Yes. Now, if you're a smaller time developer and there's, you know, the team of two or three um, and you, you having to pay back whatever, maybe you got a, a, like an angel investment or like you got loans from other people and you're trying to pay back these loans or um, I, I doubt at this stage, people are like funding their own games or probably raising funding somewhere. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Hey, we got 300,000 downloads. It's like, now I'm getting dinged 20 grand right off the top mm-hmm. just to, just to host it. Now I understand that there's charges to host things, but it's just weird that it's like, Oh, <laughs> why would I want to, first of all, why would I want to use your engine anymore? Uh, is yeah. it that good? What are my options uh, Two. Um, what if I now, what if, what if me, the developer goes, okay, well, I'm only going to make, I'm only going to make 100, like 199.999 copies available. So the first 199,999 users get it. Um, right. So even that, so like if I'm a developer and I'm like, Hey, I only have just under 200,000 copies available now. So if you do really well, I said, Hey, I can't do it now because I'm going to get charged after that. So, and then, and then there's all these questions that have come up where it's like, if I'm a, if I'm a consumer, I uninstall the game and then I reinstall it. Am I the developer now getting charged for two instances of that installation? Because how are the, how are they going to track like where the installations are coming from for one? There is, and we all know as gamers, like uh, how, tough storage spaces to come around you have a game like starfield that's 150 gigabytes you have call of duty that's pushing 200 gigabytes madden pushes 100 gigabytes uh some of these consoles only come out maybe like half a terabyte nowadays and then that you don't even get that full half a terabyte you only get like 300 of it because they have the other apps and everything else installed um memory is just expensive and it's hard to come Storage by Storage is expensive it's it's hard to come by so yeah. there yeah there are sometimes like hey i really need to install starfield i'm gonna go ahead uninstall some of these other games because i have to i'll get back to it another time um and then as raf said in the comments he said so this discourages cheaper free indie games and that's the other thing so you're telling me if you're going to get charged for having this game be installed, that strays you away from wanting to make a free-to-play game. Because if people could just instantly download your game and that inter- that ceiling just goes like to a million, All right? And you don't, and it doesn't cost anybody to do that. And no, let's say nobody wants to spend any money in the like the shop or anything. You're banking on the shop being good, but nobody wants to spend money in the shop, All right? Because it's no longer a free game. You're cooked. You got to think of like all these games. Like I pulled up this list came from um, IGN. Uh, this was, this article is by Logan Plant. He was basically listing all the games that gets infected, like affected by stuff like this. Games like Among Us. Among Us is a free, maybe like three bucks free to play. It's pretty close. Uh, Call of the Lamb, ten dollar game. 
Uh, everybody from Devolver Digital. Those games are always cheap. I, I can't think of a game that's like super expensive for them. I've never uh, seen really anything over fifteen bucks from Devolver. Another Digital. Crab's Treasure. Uh, small. Another small team. Pokemon uh, Go. Pokemon Go. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. Shining Pearl. Fall Guys. Uh, Fall Guys. Cuphead. Tunic. Tunic's a Game Pass game. Uh, Cod that Mobile. game. I think that game was only thirty bucks. So it's still a cheap game. And Tunic was up for indie game of the year so you're telling me like that like a lot of people didn't download that game would fortnite become as big with this in place free free to play is always going to be the max yeah free so. to, because it's not the fact fortnite will still be big because it doesn't affect the consumer this is more of like this is affecting the people that are making these games it it could though if they push that cost onto the consumer right so So i have a free game i'm being charged now okay it's no mm -hmm. longer a free game it's a five dollar game because you have to cover the costs of every doing so well so this could this could affect it right and i'm honestly curious if that how would that affect because games like Outer Wilds, that's a game on Game Pass. Hollow Knight, that's a Game Pass game. Uh, Pokemon also Go, insanely popular. Game. Very Pokemon popular Go, game. I, popular. I, I've heard people who, like, I've never uh, got to win as Outer Wilds uh, for myself, but I heard a lot of people say it's a very good game, uh, very unique type of game. But, like, again, a, a game people really enjoy, and it's on Game Pass. So you're telling me, like, people, because Xbox, that goes back to other articles we talked about, Xbox, they're already realizing that the game pass is bringing in less income for them because nobody's technically buying the game. So that probably means that it's not getting like the people that are making these games are probably getting money from it. A lot of money. So, I mean, now you're telling me it's on game pass and people are installing that. How many times have you installed a game and never touched it, but it was there. It's plenty of time, bro. There's plenty of games I've installed. Hey bro, we gonna get on this game. We get on it one time and then it just doesn't work out. Uh, think of all the free-to-play games. Like, I, I can't name any off of here that were free-to-play. Uh, but even so, like, there's a bunch of free-to-play games that you, like, uh, Knockout City. It was a free-to-play game. Uh, a lot of people played it, but were you really going to buy cosmetics in Knockout City? I wasn't going to. Me personally? No. So you don't get any money from that. And then if that went into effect with this upcharge for the installs... You're you're losing money. <laughs> you're losing money. It's, it's straight right. and simple. And it now already, costs you to put your game out. Yeah. And it's already hard for these people to put out these games. So, yeah, I, I just don't think I I just don't think game developers and studios all make as much money as people think they do. Like no. it's just there are certain studios that we can all name them. You know, maybe there's like five major ones and they're all going to be owned by Xbox soon anyway. So it's going to be one studio. Unless you're like a game that's doing like, like there's games that really do very successfully, but they still don't live like the luxury life. You still got to pay your team. You still got to pay to get everything done. uh, Graphic. Like, you you put in your time. They're they're not billionaires by any means. I mean, this these were these are small indie teams that these are uh, mainly affecting. This doesn't affect the billion quadrillionaires. It just doesn't. It just affects like smaller games that actually put out really good games. Because we've already had this talk too. Like man, it's the small weird games. Like <laughs> gaming going yeah. weird. It's a weird <laughs> game. Dave the Dave the Divers. The Cult of the Lamb. Cult of the Lamb. When it came out, was one of my favorite games. I mean, is it that way now? No, 
But that game, when I played it, I was like, this is huge. I was like, it took that dungeon crawling and it took that Animal Crossing feel and it made something great. And I yeah. was like, yo, this, the, why does nobody not know about this? Why isn't it? <laughs> and, like, and then it started, it, it started to get big. But the the team over at Call of the Lamb are billionaires. I could probably guarantee you that. You know, yeah. and this affects like teams like them. Yeah, I, it's and the only I guess when I read that that type of thing, you, you think like, what's the motivation? And toward the end of these articles, they were saying like Unity has cut a bunch of staff and, um, you know, they're, they're reporting losses. So I guess what you could look at it as is they're trying to think of they're trying to think of other ways that they can try to earn some of that lost revenue back uh, because of reporting losses. And they've they've let go of so many people at the company. Um, you know, if they were if they were doing really really well and then changed it, I mean, I don't think they would. We would hope that they wouldn't change it. But right when you're in kind of a crappy situation, and uh, you know, I don't know how the last couple of years has affected studios. Uh, maybe that's, it has. Maybe it hasn't. That's way above um, my pay grade to be trying to figure that out. Like, you know maybe this. It feels like a, all right. It feels like it feels like a. Uh, like a you know like a hail mary see if this works they they know for sure that there's going to be pushback and it's going to make people mad and maybe the the, the hope is that developers are uh, going to push this extra cost onto consumers which is what the end goal ends up being every time it's just like any service um you just keep getting charged at the top and the the bills keep going downhill and the, the people at the bottom are us unfortunately mm-hmm. so I don't know. It, they'll lose some people. Some people will stay because they can afford it and they don't want to change. It's easier to stay than change. Um, but for like the, the for the indie devs, man, it's where do they go? I wanted to just highlight this one right here. And we talked about in the second paragraph. Um, it says, guess who has a somewhat highly anticipated game coming to Xbox Game Pass in 2024? That's right. It's us and a lot of other developers. That means another crab's treasure will be free to install for the 25 million Game Pass subscribers. If a fraction of those users download our game, Unity could take a fee that puts an enormous dent in our income and threatens the sustainability of our business. I like on business. It's yeah. a bus- their business too. Let me did know you what see you the very, think- Did you see the very end of that message? I forgot the last sentence. I just noticed that. This is the crab with the knife for me. <laughs> yeah, man. It's yeah. yeah, stinks. They have to make money too. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm uh, I'm definitely on the end of uh I hate these guys. They hate these unity guys for sure. Um yeah, definitely not on board. In um in other news and some highlighting happy news, I want to highlight this for Pete. Pete, Pikmin 4, man. You're the Pikmin guy. So. It's still number one That's in right. Japan. Look at it. Pikmin 4. Look at it. Rating supreme in Japan. You want to hear some games that armored... can't? Yeah, I want to hear. What? Are, what? Are, let, let's hear the games that couldn't beat Pikmin 4. Here's some titles. Over maybe you've heard Japan. of them. Here's some titles uh, and publishers. Maybe you've heard of them. From Software. Armored Core 6. <laughs> oh. Bending it off. Huh. Hmm. Mario Kart. Mario Kart, very big game. Legend of Zelda. Tears of the Kingdom. Pikmin Just a couple. Hype. Pikmin hype is real, man. 
Are you excited? Like, is Nintendo is just doing big things, man. <laughs> things, big things in Japan, man. Look, Obviously, they can't but- lose. Okay, they can't lose. They're unde- they're undefeated. Honestly, this this beautiful game beat out a From Software did you, game. In did Japan. you play the demo? No, man, not yet. I man, I told myself I was gonna <laughs> play free. that. Man, hey, man, it's free. Man. Don't wait. Don't you own the full game? Bro, Starfield out, bro. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you playing Starfield in your bed, dude. Come on, on the couch. I, 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 I haven't. My Switch needs to get dusted. I have to. I have to play this DLC. They, they reported that the DLC was only thirty minutes. Yikes! I think they were saying it was about twenty bucks, and it takes four hours to complete. Is that a good deal? For what? Pokemon DLC? I don't know. I don't play Pokemon games. Next topic. <laughs> 20 hours? 20 bucks for four hours? So five five bucks an hour? I don't know. Plus you get like, okay, so... 10 bucks maybe? 10 plus tax? But like, you're not... You're, the story is probably four hours. I'm talking about like catching all the Pokemon. You get all the items. You get... Like, there's little bit of perks here and there. I'm not saying like, okay, four hours and then like that's it for you. Uh, I think it's, I, I think it's a good deal. I was just kind of, I was testing your knowledge on Pokemon. You know what else you could get for twenty bucks? Pikmin four. I think it's probably sixty. You could buy a third of the game, which is number one in Japan, by the way. I don't know if you. I think we just talked about it. Yeah, I know, but I don't <laughs> know why you said it was twenty dollars. <laughs> It might be sixty. It's it sixty, bro. It might be 60. It's hundred percent sixty bucks. <laughs> Nintendo will never get. Nintendo never will discount. No, never no, no, discount. No, 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 that that will never go on sale, dude. You better like. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say Nintendo's gonna be knocking at my door like, yeah, finish the pod. You're next. Yeah, money. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Log it up. Uh, no, I'm uh, excited, man. One of my favorite mm-hmm. franchises all time. I uh, just finished one and two within the last uh, two months, and I'm excited to, to dive into three and then get get fully into four. Hey, man, I just wanted to give a big congrats over there at uh, for the Pikmin team, uh, the Pikmin dog for sure. I love that little guy. Dude, I played uh, that demo. I just, it I just looks don't know why he doesn't so have nostrils. Good. Why does he not have nostrils? I don't know. Why does it only have two legs? We don't know. That- like there's something about it. so I was trying to put my like my my hand on like why it looked a little different. He doesn't have nostrils, doesn't have eyebrows, he doesn't have like a no like nostrils, but like none of the Pikmin do either. Some of the Pikmin don't even have mouths. They got no eyebrows, no noses. We see they each have a different feature, right? So like one's got big ears, one's got a big nose, one's got a little mouth. Hey man, you watch your mouth, ass. bro. Why do you you watch your mouth against those Pikmin? You're being insulting. Why are you pointing out his nose like that? <laughs> Why are you making fun of him? The red one's the coolest uh, no. Pikmin. Yeah, that one's got a big nose. Like, what do you mean by that? What's next, huh? What's next? What are you gonna make? No, fun I'm good of now. I don't want to play. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> what are you gonna say? The teal one's too round now. Yeah. Is that what you're gonna say? Like, I don't. Look at the wide set. Wide set purple. That's what that one is. No, the purple one looks like he's chill. I'd have a drink with the purple one. Oh. Anyway. I'd have a I'd have, I'd have a twisted tea with the purple one for sure. <laughs> uh man. Let me know uh if we got any Pikmin fanatics in here. Pikmin condensors. Pikmin pokers. I'm trying to think of like a Pikmin professors. Pikmin professors. 
Pikmin hey. proprietors. Pikmin proprietors. Hashtag it. <laughs> we want to see it on Twitter. Um, getting into our main topic of the day, guys. Um, it's something I've been waiting for a very long time to talk about. Uh, we didn't talk about it last week when the game came out because, unfortunately, I haven't played it um, because I don't even know why. I really forgot why I wasn't playing it, but I think was the pod up when it uh, – yeah, I think that I think it came out the day of the pod, and I did not touch it at all. I had a busy day. Fake fan. Uh, yeah, fake fan, sure. Uh, but I did not end up playing it, so I didn't end up talking about it. We talked about a little bit about the Pokemon DLC and what we're excited for, but – um, to let you guys know, I finally have touched down onto space and played Starfield, and I'm going to give you some like first reactions of the game and kind of talking about it, how my experience went with everything and, um, go with that. Uh, I do want to highlight, this isn't like a review, a straight up review or anything, just because of the, the mere fact that, uh, this game is going to take a kajillion hours to beat. Um, it's, i maybe scratch the surface of 20 hours. So I put in a little bit of my time, but uh, I'm just going to basically tell you what I think about everything and kind of the stories that are revolving around the orbits of this game, uh, because there's a lot of things. Um, first off, if you guys don't know a Starfield game, Starfield is a game by Bethesda. It is basically an open world space game. Uh, you can explore the galaxy, go on to different planets. You can mine craft, uh, you could fight space pirates, uh, get introduced to new companions and friends, and really explore the world of space. Um, uh, first, getting into like the first things of how I felt about this game is I didn't know how I would uh, feel about a game in space. Yeah, okay, the review is coming in 2025. Yeah, I'll see you in 2025, <laughs> Tim. All right, <laughs> Tim oh, loves sure, coming man. in here and saying like, "Yeah, the review's coming later." Like, yeah, we'll wait. Don't hold your breath. Tim out. Tim, Tim will, that's funny because Tim will just say that and it be like, he's right. And everybody's just sitting there and they're like, man, Tim's really spin right now. And this is the crazy thing. It's like everybody's team Tim right now. Like everybody's on his side. Um, But I didn't know how I would feel about a game in space for the first, uh, first time. I'm not a big space guy. I know a lot of people love games like Mass Effect and um, I haven't played Mass Effect, but it really doesn't like make me want to touch it just because like I've never really been a big fan of space. Um, I can honestly say uh, playing this game in space, it's been really fun. Um, I like the worlds. I like the planets that it has, even though I was kind of pooping on it and saying like there's a, like 900 planets that don't have nothing on it to merely why I think that is like still BS and that shouldn't be a thing. It still is super nice to go from like planet to planet and um do stuff like that have you watched any videos at all or anything on it pete yep, i have yeah. um what are some things that you could say you uh personally enjoyed of the game so far um i like one of the things i liked which kind of reminded me of borderlands a little bit now i played the outer worlds did you ever play the outer worlds yes i did play outer worlds okay um did you see one any similarities between outer worlds and this and this one because um, I liked, I liked the outer worlds. I liked so like, the discussions. I did notice the discussions. I was gonna get into that, and I think that's yeah. a good uh, leadway segue into that. Um, one of my favorite things to do in this game is I really haven't up- upgraded anything that like I would say like the important stuff. 
like a lot of people would upgrade like their health or their jetpack. I'm the guy. Who, yeah. <laughs> Strength. Ooh. Hit points. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> the oxygen levels. <laughs> Who needs to breathe when you're already level three out of four in persuasion? I always level persuasion. My favorite thing in a Bethesda game is to just try and persuade people. Um, It kind of sucks that I am. I I don't want to spoil it, but let's just say there was a fat. There was a point where I persuaded someone to kill a crew member on their ship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so funny that you can do stuff like that but persuasion and the dialogue has been some of my favorite things to do um in this game i think the persuasion or i think the dialogue options and it really gets you it gets you in the story for the fact that you it, it leads you into you could do whatever you want you could do whatever you want we say that with Baldur's gate i think Baldur's gate does a better job of giving you the access to doing whatever you want. But I think Starfield is like right underneath it on terms of that. Starfield literally lets you do whatever you want. If you, if it gives you the dialogue option too, I guess like there's like really um, smart remarks with some of the dialogues. There's also very like general responses for the, um, the responses Uh, you could lie, you could persuade, uh, but it lets you do whatever you want. Like there's instances where you're gonna have to us uh, like you're gonna have to pick one side or the other, and you make your own judgments off of that. And sometimes you you question yourself, and it makes the game and the story very very interesting. Uh, so I will say for the mere fact of like the missions and the stories, I was very very involved and very happy with that. Uh, versus like the outer worlds. I remember doing the first mission and I think when it was, uh, you know how you have to figure out if you want to like steal the power from the, the guy the that has all yeah. the money or do you want, or you could give the money to this lady, but she's like trying to destroy like the town or like it's, but like yeah. the, that really didn't like spark my interest versus like Starfield, the way the story was, it was very intriguing. A lot of the dialogue options, I was very locked in and I put myself in the shoes and even found myself favoring some of the options that you might not even think you would favor. You're like, okay, these guys are bad, but then you get to know some of these characters. You start talking to their leader and you start listening to the guy that they look up to and the believe the prophecies of. And you're like, Oh my God, am I really thinking about, being a part of this the crimson fleet like it's right. it's stuff like that it's insane um story-wise what the game could make you think um i thought the customization was okay i showed it off a little bit earlier this was me making my guy just just character customization character customization was cool um i will say and i'm speaking on the behalf of my wife my wife didn't like the options that they gave the girls. I'm thinking because a lot of them were like very short haired, not very long haired, like very ponytail type things. Uh, I'm guessing because you're in space. Space suits. Gotta have your um, space cut. Have, yeah, space cut type of thing. <laughs> I, one, thing I, one thing I did notice uh, that I thought was kind of like Borderlands a little bit, which 
which is one of my again one of my fa- favorite series uh, all time is like the the types of mods kind of like seemingly random mods you can get for your weapons or your spacesuit it's like weird stuff uh one i saw if you stand a certain spacesuit if you stand close enough to an enemy they'll just burst into flames like that's so weird and, and kind of fun and kind of cool um or like a, a weapon mod that'll uh the lower health that you are the more damage it does so it's kind of like saving you as you're mm. getting further into danger so i love that i love little stuff like that as far as the mods go because I think if you have mods in games, they really should be. I think if they're kind of quirky, it's 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 better versus like, oh, this mod it just makes your health better. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of basic, but if it's if it's kind of weird, like your health increases if you fight for more than three seconds while you're crouched. I think that type of stuff is, is funny. Um, so yeah. I, I did see that they had that, which which I thought was which, which thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. One thing I did want to ask you about. Um, I don't know how far into the game you are, but the ship customization stuff got highlighted a lot. And it kind of looked like it kind of reminded me of the, the Zelda tears of the kingdom stuff where you're trying to like build these contraptions. Is it good? Is the ship cut? Cause that was like a big highlight. And I genuinely don't know. Uh, I've seen like pros and cons of both, but as far as the ship customization, is it, is it good? Is your ship really cool? Um, is it a floating box that's funny that you brought that up Um, because yesterday might have been and it it, it took a lot for me to come on here and really (laughs) try and swallow because I was sitting here and I I had a very bad experience with Starfield yesterday really and I was going to get into it but we can get into it now Yeah. so there's a part in the game where you have to take one of your ships and you have to add two type of equipments to it. It okay. was called a comm spike, and it was called like a, a jammer or something. It was two things I had to throw on. Mm-hmm. And with the frontier ship that you get, you can't mount both of those things on there. In order to get to a certain planet, you need to have both of them on there. So you have to figure out what to take off your ship and how to rebuild your ship to put both of these things on there. The game doesn't do anything to show you how to, like, customize your ship. It doesn't give you a tutorial. It doesn't give you, like, a one-off mission to be like, hey, we need you to, like, edit your ship a little bit or you need to buy a ship because the ships are too expensive to buy. So I'm sitting here, like, messing with my ship, and I took off cockpits. I took off, like, (laughs) the cargo bays. (laughs) Like, yeah, like, essential stuff. And I was able to eventually figure out what I had to do to put the equipment on. But it really messed up my ship uh, because there's a lot of aspects that you have to worry about. You have to worry about your mass. You have to worry about the certain stat attributes. It's a lot. and um, A lot so good the, or a lot like annoying? I haven't been a really big fan of the ship stuff. I'm going to be plain out and simple. Um, I'm kind of picking and choosing what I want to say that I really liked and what I really didn't like. Uh, just because mere people will just be like, oh, he's just dumb. Like, I, I really just don't care to do a lot of, like, I feel like this game, it, 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 it takes a lot of thinking, uh, which could be good or bad. When it comes to ship customization, I don't give a, I don't give a rat's butt. I really don't. Like, um, like what ship's going to get me from, like, point A to point B? Uh, can I upgrade my stuff? Can I not? I don't really care to add all this extra stuff. I really don't care to, like, what do I got to do to 
add these because like I started messing with my ships so much to where it took off missiles, it took off certain weapons that I used. It started messing with my weight and my speeds. It started messing with my stats, and it's like I, I, you really have to just kind of get learn and get invested into what the ship is doing. Um, so that was kind of a eh, like part for me, honestly. Okay. Um, uh, I also had a bad experience with the game that I had a bug. So I'm doing this quest line right now for the Crimson Fleet. Got near, I'm on the last mission. And I'm at this part where you have to transfer these funds. And the game just bugs. It won't let you, like, get into the next part at all. It just freezes. It doesn't freeze. Um, when you activate this switch, a horde is supposed to come in. You're supposed to take out this horde, basically. And you can't. Like you like they just like these these robots will spawn in the room outside and they'll just stay there and you just can't do anything with it. And that kind of sucked for me because it's like I just went to this planet. I fought off countless amount of enemies with a lot of ammo, used up a lot of my med packs, everything just to get to this part of the mission, just for them to just the game not work. And everything you looked up, everybody was just like, oh, it's just Bethesda. You know, Bethesda games has bugs, bro. I'm like, dude. Forget that, man. Forget that, bro. Like, this is like, I'm, I'm sick of that Bethesda stuff, bro. Like, I'm sick of the, oh, you know, the Bethesda game is going to have bugs, bro. Like, no. Bro, it is 2023. Your team's bigger than ever. Your game has been worked on forever. It's gotten pushed back, bro. Like, no, man. Like, no. Fun bugs are okay. Like, sometimes I experience some fun bugs. But there's also times where I've experienced, like, really bad bugs. Like, with stuff like that. Like, if I had to use all of my ammunition, all of my resources and stuff to get to this part of the level and I can't even complete it, that's bold to me, bro. That makes absolute zero sense. And just for them to be like, and like you look it up and it's like, okay, well, it's Bethesda. There's a lot of points in this game where I did have to look up a lot of stuff just because I felt like they don't really introduce you to that stuff. And I didn't like that at all, mm. honestly. Well, uh, I mean, I, I, I guess a game of this scale, I don't know, man, like the bugs thing, like th there's always going to be bugs, but I don't know how you combat that. I mean, unless it's like super glaring stuff related to super important, like stuff that you're going to use all the time, like you said, fun bugs. But if it's, if there's like bugs with completing missions and stuff, that's, yeah. That do was we, the, do we, that at what was point do we thing. say you had enough time? Right. Again, <clears throat> extremely complicated. Never made a game. Have no idea. It's a giant game, giant scale, giant team. At what point you say, what, how long do you need it? Do you need a decade? Do you need 10 years to put, put out something that feels... Does, okay, does it feel complete when you play it? Yeah. Okay. Does that, does that then, like, do you feel the value there? If you think it's this game has this game has a lot of value. This game, I think this game does have a lot of value, and I want to highlight what uh, what New Punk said. Um, Starfield is far away, far away from game of the year. I 100% agree. I think there's way too many games that will overstack that, but I do also think that this is Xbox's game of the year. I think this is the best Xbox game that's came out this year. I think this is the staple to Xbox. I think this is what sells Xboxes. I think this is what drive Xboxes. Um, do I think it's a perfect game? Absolutely not. 
Do I think it's better than Baldur's Gate? Absolutely not. Do I even think it's better than Tears of the Kingdom? Probably not. Just for the mere fact that I know it could have been a lot better. I think this game is super fun, though. I love the aspect of, like, um, the character customization is very good. I like the different type of spaceships. Uh, one thing that I was very surprised about is I, I showed it a little bit earlier. The gunplay actually felt very good. Um, I've heard, and that, I've not, that, I've heard that, nothing that, but positives about the combat. Yeah, the combat is super fun. And I was, like, very, very worried about that because I saw how they were playing in the, like, the Xbox showcases and a little bit of the gunplay. And I'm like, it looks a little off. It doesn't look perfect. But then I saw something and I played it and I was like, it feels good. It it really doesn't bother me at all. There's a lot of different guns in the game. Like you get laser guns, you get pistols, shotguns, you get your rifles. Um, the you guns are very those. cool. They come with mods. Yeah. And you could mod them based on like how much you upgrade your, I think it's like a, a skill tree thing that if you keep on upgrading it, you could do that. Uh, but you find a lot of legendary weapons and it is very good. It's just, you have to really sit here and learn the game a lot. It took me like, I know it sounds dumb, but like a million guns, that also means a million ammos. That also means trying to figure out what ammo do you need for your certain guns? And it took me kind of yesterday to just be like, yo, I can't get any ammo. You got to make sure you go buy some ammo. You got to make sure what I need. Okay, I've been using the Grenadale. That means I need that 77, I think it's 7.77 caseless. Now I know that in my freaking head because I can never find ammo anywhere. You find ammo in space? No, you pick them off of pirates that have them. You're going to find bullets just laying around. You got to like, you, I mean, you can loot them at some point, but to find the real ammo that you need, it's like you're going to have to loot them off pirates. Um, like my legendary pistol, I know I need that .43, I think it's MI, but there's also a .43 Ultra, there's also a .43 Caseless, you have to pay attention to a lot of that stuff, and it really took me a long time to do that, but I feel like you can do just about anything in this game, um, to kind of, uh, feed into another thing that I've been kind of doing with my character that I think is very fun, um, this Bethesda game literally just lets you pick up anything. Uh, you're walking around, you see anything, uh, tablet, pick it up, succulent, pick it up, water bottle, pick it up. Um, I think do I, they, do they all have can, like sell values? Like maybe a, maybe a credit, okay. a credit is like $1 or whatever it is. But the one thing I've been doing is I have been grabbing every tool I see. So I'm trying to find every tool in the game. I I've gotten uh, bolt cutters, wrenches, three different hammers, uh, three different screwdrivers. Um, I'm just looking for a toolbox to put them in. <laughs> I haven't found a toolbox, but I bought literally every single tool I bought. Uh, I've seen, um, I've seen impact drills. I, I think there's two impact drills what's, that I saw. What's the goal? Like, is there a, ta a task to do that? No, but it's just, it's, <laughs> that's the thing is it's fun. I right. wish I would have had the actual clip on it uh because there was somebody who took a crap load of potatoes and just i saw that shoved one. I it saw into that the one. like shoved a thousand potatoes into a cockpit and it's like what do you earn it's like nothing right. but you let you do that and even when they showed this game off at the xbox showcase the person that was like oh i'm just gonna sit there and hoard sandwiches because <laughs> why not and everybody's right. like why would you do that and he's like but because it's funny Right. Going and raiding ships and finding their food and just putting it out in your ship is just like you that's something that 
I love that Bethesda really did. And um, they have a lot of optional quests in here that you could do. Like, if you're doing a main quest, you could do a bunch of optional stuff. Like, there's times... I don't really want to, like, give off too many, like, spoilers of it, or I don't want to give you, like, the main point of the mission, but there was times where it was, like, I would go through a main mission, and a side character would be like, look, I know you're not supposed to do this, but, like, we could do this right now. And it's like, <laughs> bro, but it will, like, completely... I, my problem is, I'm not a risk taker. I'm not. Right. I'm not. So, like, there was times where it's like, hey, man, we could we could do this right now. And it's like, oh, but what are the consequences? But right. I love that. I love that. That goes back to that dialogue that I love so, so much. Um, and it's been great. And I think this game has also been, like, really fun and refreshing to me because me and my wife have just been sitting back over there on the two TVs, and she plays on one side, I play on the other. Oh, oh that's, cool. that's cool. And we talk with each other, and I watch her do her playthrough, and I'm like, I'm like, man, she really inspired me to, like, really go to this part of the game and go to this planet. Um, or I was like, or I'm doing something. She's like, Oh, how'd you do that? And then we're just like giving each other tips and stuff That's back really and cool. forth. Um, and it, she's, I, I, I will give Mo to her credit. Mo's very good at these Bethesda games. I'm still kind of a noob. Hence to say why like, Oh, I'm struggling during, uh, getting the right ship parts. Like she'd probably be able to figure that out. And instance, I can't, I hated it. I if I if I didn't have to, I probably wouldn't upgrade my ship or I wouldn't do anything hmm. at all. Um, so I did also want to ask just a quick thing. Uh, I know we're coming to the end of the, the episode here. A big concern was about. Uh, I know there was a big concern raised with um, like things going on on each planet. Now you have all these planets. You go explore, and people were like, "Yeah, I went there, but there's nothing there." Uh, do you find yourself? going to like exploring a bunch of planets and you're like, Oh, there's actually stuff to do on every single one. Or do you find yourself going to a planet? You're like, Hey, I walked for five minutes. Didn't see anything. Um, I guess I'll just leave now. Like, um, is it well, worth it to explore outside of the specific quests? The main things that you do get out of that are the resources. The resources can also help you. I guess I could say you could get, um, um, resources done to research a lot of things, uh, gun attachments, gun mods, yeah. uh, food mods, be able to get better outcomes when you do that type of stuff. Um, the thing is with me with that is if I'm a touchdown on a planet, I could get carried away and I could just roam around and try and find every single resource possible. And that takes way too long. The worst thing when I do is I land on a planet is I love to mine things, and I think the mining is cool. Um, I love the different type of uh, resources they have. Like, I found nickel, iron, H2O. Um, there's certain enemies on there, like animals, that you could take their fibers, and, like, you could take some of their, like, uh, certain body parts that you could make stuff with. Um, it's And it, it's very cool, but, like, I'll get too sucked up into it. But if I don't see like any pirates or if I don't see anything like a building I can loot or anything, then I'm just kind of out. Um, I, I, I definitely see where like Todd Howard wanted to come to that, where it's like, Oh, you could do whatever you like. It's space. They want to symbolize space. Right. But it's also like, man, sometimes you just need to make space more interesting. You know what I'm saying? I get not everything's going to have a lot of stuff, but it kind of also makes me scared to explore certain plans because I spend all this time going to this planet. I touch down. It has nothing. 
I consider it a loss. Uh, there's also times where it's like you can land on a planet and you better make sure you have this certain space suit on you because it has radiation. Um, mm. I've had bad sandstorms. I've had low oxygen. I've had planets where like there's literally zero gravity. And you could just fly from one end to the other, which is cool. Uh, but there's a lot of factors that take into it. So, I mean, that just depends on <clears throat> if you like to explore that much. I do, but then it comes to a time where it's like, am I exploring too much? Because if you hold too much weight or too much stuff in your inventory, then you start losing oxygen when you run. Hence, you start losing health. You lose health. You die. Nobody wants to die. Right. Um, if I had to give this game on a scale from 1 to 10 right now, it'd be an 8.5 for me. Uh, just because I think the experiences I've had with this game has just been a little bit better with um, obviously me playing with my wife has been a major thing with me that I'd love to do uh, having that gaming experience. Um, but we've also just made it fun because we always just are like, we'd leave the family functions early. We're like, yeah, we're going to space and nobody knows what we mean, but we're like, yeah, we're going to space. That's, that's <laughs> and like uh, uh, But we get excited to do that. It's been something I've been like looking forward to and exciting to play. Um, I think the game could improve on a lot of aspects of it. Um, I do think this is Xbox's breadwinner right now. So salute to them for finally finding their game. Uh, I think there's a lot of episodes we can go back and say we were like, we just said we're unsure. We're not very sure. Um, I think we got our answers. I think the game is hype. I think it's real. I think it's good. Um, I think it will be game of the year contender. Will I think it wins? Absolutely not. Uh, but I do think this game is out there for a certain audience, and I think it did a very good job of uh, finding its identity and doing its thing. Well, I guess that's kind of what, I mean, the, the minimum of what you can hope for. Like, it could have had a really terrible release. It could have had a cyberpunk release, and it just doesn't seem like it's had that. Mm. Uh, the reviews on Steam are mostly positive, so yeah. we'll take that as far as a, a massive release like this. It's uh, it's so- hard to, it's hard to take a lot of these reviews with a rain of salt too because we didn't really touch on the article, guys. But we, there was articles that uh, it came out that Microsoft and Bethesda were very careful about who they gave review codes to, uh, so that could maybe affect the, the very beginning of the reviews. Sure, a lot of the reviews were very good. I think a lot of people were talking about like. Oh, this game is the greatest. I've I've seen a lot of Xbox fanboys who've gotten review codes, and they did, uh, very they gave very highly reviews, good reviews on it. Which yeah. I get it, man. Like people might just generally like it, but like I think if that was the case, that's kind of, eh. That's marketing. I, I, it's, it's marketing. marketing. I it's a marketing it. cost. I mean, it's not yeah. going to completely persuade my decision on it because and I absolutely, I absolutely crapped on the game as soon as it came out or as soon as everybody was talking about it. I was like, man, this stuff's going to be booty. But then I, I changed my mind after playing it and I'd rather, I'd rather have a game prove me wrong yeah. than have me prove the game wrong. And and if people don't think that happens with every game, you're crazy. Of course, they every every company chooses who who they give uh, pre-release mm-hmm. codes to. Um, so as far as what I've seen in terms of reviews from the, the you know where you're if you you know if you Google game review, the first few websites or, or companies that come up, they give about the same rating. It's usually landing in between a seven and an eight, somewhere in there. So mm-hmm. better than average not perfect room for improvement but on such a massive scale and bethesda like i don't not trust what they're going to do the changes they can make and when you have a game like that you can just keep making expansions like you can just have unlimited dlc you can just keep making planets yeah i don't know when the game ends like because I was thinking that the same way too. I was like, could they add a DLC to this? I was like, basically, I mean, they already have a thousand planets. 
uh, they could go the cyberpunk route and add another story mode to it, add another few side quests to it. Oh, a new constellation comes in or a new ship mods, like a new yeah. ship system, a new inventory I'd system. I'd be okay with that. Oh, a new town was formed on this planet. Uh, go visit it and see what's up. And it's like new enemies, new guns. I'd be down for that. Um, this game on Metacritic, I think it's sitting. I'll, I'll double check right now before we close out. It should be sitting at a um, 84, which isn't bad. Uh, yeah, it's sitting at like an 84 based on 75 critic reviews, uh, which isn't bad. I mean, that's around where like Mortal Kombat sitting It could have right been now. so much worse. For I felt like it could have been worse, but I also felt like the ceiling was very high too. So I can still get there. I can. So. Mm-hmm. They could add 2,000 more planets. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I want like team boss, like PVE events where you can go and sync with friends and go like fight a world boss or something. I know, something. that's what sucks. You can't play with friends, man. That was like the worst thing. Like, oh, I want to be able to play with my friends. Can you play with your friends on any Bethesda games? No. Can you imagine like a group of four playing Skyrim? That'd be, That'd be so tough. Everyone would just be Fusra dying each don't, other. Don't be, don't be confused, bro. Like, there's just going to be someone that puts in a mod where you can play with your friends on PC. Yeah, so I'm just not. We'll get it. We'll Lots get of mods it. to Due come. Time. Due time. Cool, man. Yeah. I like that. Guys, we reached our hour mark here on uh, Gaming Gone Weird. Thank you guys for kicking us with uh, Gaming Gone Weird, episode number 52, Starfield Edition. I seriously appreciate everybody's love and support, man. Uh, Vacation Pete, tell the people what you're going to be working on, what you're going to be doing, your plans, and all that type of stuff, man. Go for it. We continue the Baldur's Gate 3 Let's Play. Episode 4 will start this week, uh, which is just me playing through Baldur's Gate for the first time. Uh, It's a Let's Play on YouTube. I'll also be making um, and getting caught up with all my fantasy football content on uh, Ghost Fantasy Football. So I'm a little bit behind. I have to share, like, drafts in those teams um and then other than that man just just trying to get my sleep sleep right trying to get my sleep back um but i'm excited to get back into in, uh, especially into the let's play and like i was having a blast uh playing that and uh that's what i'm doing this week what about you man it's great to have you back though p man i really missed you last week um it's but yeah man uh my name is nick tana guys if you guys don't know who i am i'm a I'm a game critique, great uh, game journalist type of guy. I love to talk everything in all video games, and I like to critique them and give you guys my opinion on games. So if you guys like seeing reviews on uh, games that I'm playing, I would definitely love you guys to check out You Love Nick Tana on YouTube, uh, where we talk about everything games. Uh, like I said, reviews. Uh, I My last review was two Bayonetta reviews that I really loved. We're working on a, a bunch of other reviews. I'm... Waiting to where I could beat these games. So as Tim would say, 2025. But uh, <laughs> I think the time will come where I will be pushing out a review soon. Uh, so make sure you guys check that out. And uh, make sure you guys follow me on Twitter for all my terrible gaming opinions and my Starfield screenshots. Other than, other than that, thank you guys for watching Gaming Gone Weird. We go live 8 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday. So if you guys want to stay tuned, make sure you guys subscribe, like, comment, all that stuff. And... Uh, We love you guys, man. Tell someone else you love them, and we'll catch you guys next week for more weird gaming. Later. I lied. I'm going to play Madden. Woo! If you want to see all our videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, click the subscribe button below. Otherwise, we'll start posting spoilers about your favorite new movies.